the Penny for Our Thoughts podcast, where you can get a third-party opinion on your worries, concerns, or problems that you may have. But please, do not keep it to yourself, and give some to us. My name is John. And my name is Gerald, and we're your hosts for today's episode, the Penny for Our Thoughts podcast. How's your day going, Gerald? It's all right, man. I was low energy all day. I'm trying to pep it up. Like, I was in the car, like, singing songs on the way here. <laughs> I was trying to get myself warmed up. Which episode is this now? Like eight, 13. Third, lucky number 13, baby. Is it lucky, though? I thought it's Lucky, not... unlucky, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I hear both. But uh, to get you more excited, All right. Um, to give you hints of what's going on in this podcast, mm. I had a hard time deciding which one was worse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. which one should come first and which one should come last oh, because man. they're all pretty up there. <laughs> so hopefully that will uh, bring it up. So which, wait, what, what order are you going in? Worst to best or best to worst? I still feel like I went from like best to worst to like okay. the easier ones in the starting okay, and then okay. the harder ones later on. Okay, I, I think I went down sense. that road, but I I could be completely wrong. I guess that makes sense. All right. Ready to get started? All right, let's go. All right. First one is from Dreamy Mary. The post title is, or concern title is, my dad, 44, is threatening to disown me, female 18 years old, because I wear a pride backpack to school. Sounds a bit insane, right? It all started when I bought a pride-themed backpack. I'm bisexual and very supportive of the LGBTQ community, of course. The problem started when my homophobic dad noticed it while taking me to school one day. He noticed the backpack. He's been confronting me about it ever since, telling me to change it, but I never did. Today, he even got more mad and threatened to disown me and kick me out of the house. I tried to explain it to him that I have the right to wear whatever I want, but he told me that he told me that while I'm under his roof, I have no rights and that I can do whatever I want when he kicks me out. I'm not planning on changing my backpack because I'm not going to let him win this fight. I've had enough of his rules, but I don't know where I could go because I have no money or a driver's license. Please Tell me what I should do because he's not going to give up and I won't let him bury my feelings under a carpet any longer. Seems you're at an impasse there. You said it yourself. You don't want to let him win. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to budge as far as you can tell. Right. Yeah. So to I feel like to dispel the tension, someone has to budge. Right. So I feel like he either your dad either needs to be enlightened somehow, whether that's from you or from someone else, or you're going to have to, you know, give something up. Because I think, is it Mary? Dreamy Mary. Dreamy yeah, so Mary. Mary's yeah. fine, yeah. Dreamy Mary, does she like, does, is there any other indication that, that she supports LGBTQ outwardly? I'm assuming she she does. It's just she just, I think this backpack is the, the catalyst of the whole okay. argument and so the, the issue. backpack is like the crux of the whole thing. Yes, I right? think so. I mean, standing by like that's I'm completely I completely support her standing by her morals, her beliefs, right? But I don't know how much living a difficult life, at least until you have enough money to move out, I don't know how much value your beliefs are compared to like living a very difficult life until, you know. Like, how does that weigh to her? That's something that I, I feel like I need to know before I can coach her. Not necessarily coach, but like give my two cents about it. Because because she's having, she said she has no money or a driver's license. So if she does get kicked out, she'd have nowhere to go. 
well, then at that point, you don't have much of a choice, right? If your dad is serious about disowning you and you have nowhere to go, is standing up for your beliefs worth being homeless, worth being, you know, without support? And, you know, I'll give your dad the benefit of the doubt. I'm kind of hoping that he's just worked up, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, he's homophobic, but at the same time, you're still his daughter. I'm assuming daughter. Oh, you yeah, said female yeah, 18, yeah, female right? 18, okay. yeah. So realistically, like the idealist in me is like, you know, go for it, stick, stick it to the man. At the same time, the realistically, like if you have nowhere to go, is that worth for you to, to stand by your beliefs? At least for like a little bit. I, I'm going to take a more of like a, I guess a stronger stance on this one. I think Mary should back down. Yeah. I'm a hard believer. And this is just me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just my, the way I was raised. I'm a hard believer. If, if I'm under my parents' roof and it's their house, it's their rules. I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. Right. Even if I don't believe in that rule, I will 100% just suck it up and deal with it. Even if I don't believe in it or agree with it. Right. If, I can't say it enough. It's their house, their rules. And, you know, I know your dad said you have no rights in the house. You know, part of that is, I'm going to say it's correct. I, you know, I do this for my parents, right? And I somewhat expect my kids to do it in my house because it's my house, right? If you, and it's like this, especially because you're 18 years old, right? That's an age of majority for a lot of places, yeah. right? He can legally just be like, get out of my house. This is true. Right. That's very true. Yeah. So he has no legal obligation to take care of you anymore. Even even if like, you know, I'm not saying this about even if you come from a divorced family and you're 18 years old, that dad doesn't have to give you child support anymore. That's true. Right. So if you are 18 and you are obviously believing the fact that, you know, you're supportive of the LGBTQ community. And I think that's great. That's your belief. You just don't show that in, in, in your parents or your dad's house because you didn't mention your mom, your dad's house. You just don't show it. Obviously, he doesn't like it, right? Yeah. That's fair. That's his opinion. And I know that you don't want to back down from this, but it, in like you said, Jerry, you said it perfectly. Is it worth being homeless? Yeah. Is it worth losing everything that they have given you up until now, right? Just suck it up for like a couple more years until you're done school. You know, you have a great career and then you can afford to move out. At that, But I, I'm again, it's the same thing. If you, let's say you have your own house, Mary, and then your house is filled with you know LGBT supporting yeah, yeah. like like the flags and stuff like that, your dad can't say anything this is in true. your house. But right now the issue is that you're living under his roof, therefore he has the final say in what happens in that house. That's just my two cents. I think what put it in perspective for me is what you just you last said is that if it is your house, if it's Mary's house, then the dad at that point absolutely has no power, right? Yeah. Um, and just to add on, I think to help to help rationalize in your head or in Mary's head, you don't have to do it for him. Do it for you so you have a house to live in. Yeah. Right? Like you're not necessarily losing just because you're not using the backpack. As long as you think in your head, be like, okay, and this might be like beating around the bush or like not going straight to the point. But if you wear if you if you stop wearing the backpack just so you have um so you have a place to live. It's, I don't. In my head, that's not necessarily letting your dad win in this sort of argument. Not that there's. It sounds kind of bad to to put this in a win lose because there's a battle between family, but that's beside the point. 
but like the mentality of of using your backpack or lo losing the backpack just so you have a place to live as opposed to you know considering it as not standing up for your beliefs i don't know if that makes sense and i think if you boil down like what's the nitty-gritty one person doesn't like something you're doing that's like the basic argument for the situation right think of it in this metaphor Right? Someone in your house doesn't like horror movies, doesn't like watching horror movies, yeah, yeah. and despises them. You're not going to watch horror movies around this person. You're not going to invite them to watch horror movies with you. It's the same idea. So just support them in your own way. I'll say, you know, going by this metaphor, if you like horror movies, watch them. Just don't watch them with that person. Or don't watch it when that person is present. Do it by yourself. It's the same idea. Yes, we know that you support, and that's great. Right? But if you want to support them, just do it by yourself without being, especially not showing to your dad because your dad just doesn't like it. There's no rule saying that you can't support it outside where your dad can't see. It's just under his roof. You, he just doesn't want to see it. You have to respect that. And that's like, though, I kind of want to boil it down to that little metaphor of, you know, he doesn't like something. Just don't do it in front of him. But she specifically said that she wears it to school, right? What's she going to do? Switch backpacks before she pick, he, he picks her up? Just get a different backpack at this point. Okay, now we're going to the little, now you're going by the details here, Joe. Yeah, but and, okay, well, going by your example of under his roof, right? It is, I don't know, like, like you said, it's going to a little bit too much literally because it's not under his roof if she's, at, she's wearing it at school. And if you want to wear it at school, just get bring the backpack in your backpack, your normal backpack, yeah. <laughs> put it in your locker. I mean, I guess. Yeah, put it in your locker and then Switch when you get to school. If you want to really wear that backpack, maybe this is the best backpack of life. Maybe this is like the perfect backpack. I don't want to rob you of that experience of this backpack. I love I'm talking about a backpack right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, again, if you really want to wear it in school, bring it to school, but, you know, covered or hidden so your dad can't see it. Put it in your locker mm. or some kind of compartment that you have and then switch it when you uh, get to school. I see nothing wrong with that. that this way, you're, you know, appeasing your dad. You have a place to live and you still get to support the public of what you support, right? I think that's more of a hit, like an impact than just wearing it in front of your dad because he doesn't like it. It's definitely a compromise though because then I could see why if she did that, she still feels like she's losing because she's giving in to, to what she sees um, as hate, right? Discrimination. That's that's what it boils down to. She doesn't like that her dad is discriminating against LGBTQ, right? Well, what do you what are, what is she, what is Mary gonna physically do about that? Nothing. Wear her backpack, and she's oh, gonna live on the street. That's fine. And you know what? If if you want to do that, then yeah. And if your dad kicks you out, and you know you send us another concerns, saying my dad kicked me out because we're in the backpack, I'd be like, I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's definitely a compromise. Like if you can't have it one way and then still be like still be comfortable you can't have it your way and still be comfortable you know? and yeah and right now like i stated you can't have it your way you don't live under your own roof you love live under his right he can le legally kick you out and it'll be completely fine right and what if he does you have no place to go yeah right and then if you and again this is family right Number, family should always be number one are you gonna let one backpack ruin the relationship between a dad and a daughter or between you and your dad is that really worth it? But that misses the point, though. It's not about the backpack, even though that is the crux of this matter. It's about the idea behind it, right? And I, it's, it's getting philosophical at that point. Because, But that besides the point, like, it all boils down to, are you willing to live on the street, you know, to... to for your beliefs? For your beliefs. 
And if you are, then like all the power to you, right? But this is, if you're asking both of us here, like we're going to lean towards more weight. You are going to lean towards don't do it. I'm going to lean towards like, right, wait, wait a few years until you can afford to live by yourself, right? It, I, I understand that it's the idea behind it, but it's not enough right now at the fact of what's happening and the situation that you're in because of going to school. It's not the right time. No. Right? Pick your battles. Because if you, even if you win this one, you kind of lose. And then, even so, right? Like, Mary, you'll eventually realize you can't convince everybody. There are people out there right now living a day-to-day basis that are against um, anything like that. They're very homophobic. They don't like anything like gay, lesbian, whatever. Trans, yeah. queer, whatever. Are you, are you going to go to this extent to convince them too? Probably not. Right? And I know I understand that it's your dad, but realistically i think the added cherry on top here for her is that not just her dad is homophobic but the fact that her dad is making her is making sure that that everyone around her knows that she's like you know to to suppress the lgbtq support that she's trying to show right it's trying to suppress part of who you are right um and i think that's that's a bigger deal than her than than one person being homophobic is like as much as she's i'm sure she doesn't want to like shove it down other people's throats that like lgbtq whatever but her dad i think how she sees it her dad is trying to suppress it you know yeah. i see that i i i now thinking right. about it since you mentioned it i can 100 percent see that point of view yeah but again you can make decisions so that is not suppressed through you you can again take your backpack to school wear it but just don't show your dad. Yeah. Show your support in a way that doesn't get you kicked out on the streets. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, right? Like I'm all for standing by an ideal, but like it's part of life that you kind of have to, you have to realize the, the realistic part of it too, the more practical side, right? So at this point, I think, like I said, pick your battles. Like you can, you can flaunt it all you want when your dad's not there. Cause then you won't get in trouble. Right. Once you have a better um, support system outside of your parents or outside of your dad, then I think you can go ham, right? As long as I support all you're doing, un- unless you're shoving it down people's throats, in which case I'm like, okay, you can calm down. But if you're just wearing a backpack, show your support. Again, like what you said, do it not around your dad. You know, I, I kind of thought more about while you were talking. I kind of thought more about how it feels like he's, su- he's suppressing that. Well, it very much is, right? It's not a matter of, oh, sorry. I want to but it feels first. like he's just doing it in his own house, which thinking, you know, thinking back, I don't know. I think I'm okay with that because he just doesn't want to see it with, you know, with it within his house, right? He doesn't want to see it when she has it and whatever. And it's like, hey, I want you to get rid of that beliefs and whatever. I think that's still okay because it's, it's still his house. He's not going out to the public and suppressing those people. He's just suppressing it within his own house. And I think that's fair because, again, it's his house. His house, his rules. I don't know what you think about that, but I, when you said the suppressed thing, you know, I was I kind of, t- I was taken back. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe that is, it's not the backpack. It's just that he's suppressing the idea that it's not okay being LGBTQ+, right? And I'm like, you know, that's a little bit more of a deeper conversation. But then I kind of thought back. It's like, well, even if he's suppressing it, he seems, you know, we don't know if he's doing it outside anywhere else, but it seems like he's only doing it within his own house his own property what do you mean by house like he's, he's his, not he's going out and his own sure. bubble 
Okay. That's what I'm saying. His okay, own bubble. Okay. That's the word I should have thought of before. His own bubble. And then right now, because we don't know the whole situation of what her dad does, you know, outside of his bubble, right? But right now we're confined in the, the space of his bubble, which is in car, includes his house and his car, right? Because we're going from school and then at home. So I think if we're talking about just that bubble of his house and his car, then I think it's okay. It's his house, his rules. He can live wherever. It's a free country. He can live whatever way that he likes, right? Until you start paying the bills, <laughs> you have to just live with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I also don't really have a defense for it, you know, or against it, I guess. Because I, I don't like the idea that he's suppressing his, a part of who who his child is. You know what I mean? Like, no matter if it's LGBTQ or whatever that trait may be, um, I just don't like that he's, you know, ashamed of part of what his kid is doing. And I realize that could be part of his upbringing when he was a kid that, you know, that that's being LGBTQ plus whatever is um, objectively bad. Right. So for him, it may, it may not be a subjective thing. Like he may, it may, it may be ingrained in his thoughts that being anything but a straight person is bad. So if you see it that way, then like you can see why he would want to suppress it. But again, it's like now we're digging into the psyche of the dad. If we don't, we can't talk yeah, about that, right? I mean, I feel like that's not too far of a of a conclusion to jump to, though, because why else would he be doing this? Yeah, you're right. right. I would. I, I just want to let all the viewers know. I'm not like, oh, go dad. Like, <laughs> I'm not yeah, like that. I it's more like I understand where he's coming from, and in this situation, that right now Mary has no real good foot to stand on, right? Yeah. As long as she wants to live in the house, live a comfortable life. Right. If you can move out, then obviously if you know, if you stated in the concern that you could move out, we would tell you you live in an unhealthy environment, you should probably move out. But I since mean, you yeah. said you you brought that up, you can't right now, you just have to suck it up. Yeah. Cause the other the alternative is not having a support system, not having a a roof above your head, right? So what else are you gonna do? It doesn't seem like you have a choice until you can have your own way of supporting yourself. Yeah. That's kind of the idea that I want to get across yeah. that like, it's a dad's house. You live by his rules and no one else's. Once you can, move out. Yeah. And well, you're right. I would agree with you that it's wrong to think in that mentality where anything but, you know, heterosexual is wrong. Yeah. Right? But, you know, what can we do about that? In this situation, what can Mary do about it? Realistically, nothing. He's not going to change it whether you leave the house or not. Right. And he he even threatened to kick you out. So he's ready to kick you out. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's not a fun situation to be in. Because if it was, she wouldn't be asking about it. But mm -hmm. like I don't even know if I necessarily agree with, you know, one person's house, one person's rules necessarily. But in this case, that's what it is. You don't agree with that? I, I agree with that. I feel like there has to be compromise. Like if you're living with other people. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Yes. Like okay. including your children. Okay, yeah, but no, I, I'm I'm a pretty hard believer that if it's my house, if I have kids, and let's say mine and my wife's house, and then we have kids, those kids should listen to by by my rules. I of mean course. it's not gonna be strict as that, like like Mary's dad's yeah. gonna be, but if I'm like I don't like I don't want shoes worn in the house. Okay, well yeah. 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 
So, but like but if I don't want it and the kids are like, I don't want to take my shoes off, I'd be like, no, we're not compromising that. You're taking your shoes off. Yes. Okay. That there's there's house rules. I agree with that. But it's it's not I don't know, because it's very subjective. Cause I was gonna say I don't even know how to describe that. We're getting super off topic here, but <laughs> no, it's the like, same idea of like rules under one person's house. I wouldn't say it's off topic. I don't even know how to how to give an example of it because there's there's like a, a vague thought in my mind of there's a line in between taking your shoes off and no gay people, you know? Yes, there is. There's, there's, there's like yeah, there's yes. something in between that, but <laughs> yes. I don't know where the line would be. I'm trying to think of an example of like an but analogy. I know this is kind of me kind of saying is like because you can't find an example, it's probably because that like whatever rule that there is is probably because it's the parents' rules that are right. Not right, meaning like it could be wrong, but it's the parents' rules are absolute in that household. Yeah. Right. I guess it's part of parenting. Yeah. But then, yeah, I, in my head is playing through like it's uh, supporting LGBTQ rights is part of the kid's, you know, identity. But then I'm thinking on the other side, I'm like, what if the kid thinks that keeping their shoes in the house is part of the identity? Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> You know. It's a small metaphor, but you can make it into that, right? And it could be anything. It could be like no sleepovers with the uh, opposite gender in the same or opposite sex in the same house. Yeah. Right? That could be a rule. And then your kids are gonna be like, well, why why? Like this person's my girlfriend, this person's whatever. And you'd be like, it's my rules. My house, my rules. And again, you still the kid will still lose in the situation. I agree with you, there should be compromise. That's the best way of going through it. But if they're the compromise can't be made. It has to go. It will go eventually to the parents' like it, it rules and defaults decisions. to the parents. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with that. I'm not a dad, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a dad either. But I mean, I don't like have I said, hard if, and fast rules about this. Like if so. I have, if I had a kid, one of my rules would be take your shoes off. You know, in the right area. Right. Right. And if they don't listen to me on that, I'm not compromising on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's again, you're right. Being against, you know. Let's say my kid being LGBTQ plus versus take not taking their shoes off, it's a huge gap in between yeah, yeah. what is actually happening. And I and I I want to make sure the listeners know that I understand that. I'm just saying, in the context of this house and the dad, the dad not liking the LGBTQ plus, um, I guess images, yeah, and support on that, and he doesn't want to see it. That that's fair. That's it's not it's not right. It's not necessarily a good thing, but it's fair. It falls under house rules. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it becomes a bigger story is when, if like, the dad is like, um, because she because Mary did mention that she is bisexual. Yeah. Right. I think it'd be a bigger issue if the dad's like, stop being bisexual. Yeah. Then I think it'd be a bigger issue, right? But we're just talking about a backpack. You just want to see it. By the look of it, he just doesn't want to see it. He's not like, I don't think he's, I mean, I don't know if Mary's dad knows if Mary's bisexual or not. Right. But I'm assuming he does just because she's supporting that. And, you know, she, not necessarily because you're supporting that you are, but I'm just saying like she's pretty outgoing on that and supporting the LGBTQ. So I think the dad has a hint and an idea. I think it's just like, you know, instead of, yeah, the bigger issue would have been if you like stop being bisexual. That would be a way bigger issue than a backpack. But again, I I think she's getting riled up about it because it it represents the same idea. Yeah. Right? 
I would say that it, it's it's not necessarily as bad. Like the intensity of his action isn't necessarily as bad as saying stop being bisexual, but it's giving the same idea. You know, it's it's borderline or not. It's not hate speech, but it's like it's discrimination. Right? And I think, but I think Mary should understand that, you know. There's, there's there's a distinct line of saying you know don't wear the backpack I just don't like seeing it versus I don't want you to be bisexual there's a line there too right and we don't know how much the dad knows there is I agree that there's a line like it's not the same intensity of action but seeing it if I feel like if I was bisexual and and someone told me to stop wearing a LGBTQ backpack I would get the same sort of feeling as if someone some random person told me to stop being gay stop being bisexual or whatever. Because yeah. it's the same idea. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I would agree right? with you. I just feel like that's not this lot. That's not the case in this situation. I just feel like it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay, is my personal opinion on this. I just don't feel like that is the same idea. You because, don't feel like the dad would be, go as far as to to like to say that stopping bisexual yeah. to his daughter. Yeah, I mean, it could be, and if it is, Mary, feel free to set us a concern again and say that you know my <laughs> right, yeah. dad's against me being bisexual. Yeah, but just the way I got it. So the dad just doesn't want to see it. Not the fact that she's actually bisexual or not, but I 100% agree with why, what you're saying. Yeah. That backpack represents her identity. Yeah. And then, you know, it could mean, you know, take the backpack off, could mean to Mary, don't be bisexual. Right. But I just don't think that's the case. Yeah. I guess we can give him the benefit of the doubt there, but I don't have much confidence that he wouldn't say that. If given the chance, if... I feel like if she asked her dad, hey, do you accept me being bisexual? He would say no, <laughs> right? I don't see a world where he'd be like, yes, that's fine, but don't wear the backpack, <laughs> you know? You know what? You're right. I would agree with you, but we don't know. That's true. We, we don't know. That could happen. Maybe there's a new world that, that comes yeah. out of this conversation. So we don't know yeah. that. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt because he could, you know, by well, make a new world that we never thought could be possible. You know, you could be bisexual, but don't wear that backpack, right? For all we know, you know he just doesn't and, like the color. And, <laughs> the colors. <laughs> colors. And, you know, I honestly, you might not see it, but I think I could see it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because because maybe he, re- maybe this is the thing, right? You know, as a, a, you know, Mary's dad might realize that wearing the backpack and wearing the LGBT plus like supporting clothing and like yeah. that, that's a choice. But then maybe he does. Maybe he also understands that being bisexual or lesbian or gay is not a choice. At that point, then he could, he could understand. Yeah, but I don't see him realizing what you just said, and then still being okay. But don't wear the backpack. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know. No, you're right. You're right. I would agree like, with you. It's hard. It's hard to picture that picture. I would agree with you. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard to be like. You know, I support, I support LGBTQ, but don't wear the backpack. Because I mean, no, I don't no, know. maybe maybe he doesn't really support it, but he's just accepting it. He so like, he, he loves his daughter, just not you know her sexuality. Or yeah, whatever. maybe that could be possible. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Innately, I know the situation. I know his perspective has some something wrong with it, but again, it's, it comes boils down to I don't have a proper defense because she'll be homeless. So I think. Like you said, suck it up for a couple of years until you can afford a place of your own. Yeah. And then if you want to put the pride flag up, if you want to wear the backpack, you want to wear rainbow clothes, pants, shoes, that's all on you. Your dad can't say anything. If it's all over your house, whatever, man. And if your dad does, then he's in the wrong. He's, he's not paying your bills. It's right? not his roof. 
Exactly. That you live under. Yeah. Well, that was that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I said, it's it's uh it they're doozy today. Did I get you uh pretty w- woken up a little bit? I think I'm a little warmed up. Yeah. All right. Ready to move on to the second one? All right, let's go. All right. Second one is from OK Shock. Title is My Fiance slept at her ex's house and I don't know how to deal with it. Me and my fiance are in our early 30s. 30s. I have never been married and she had she had in the past right after high school. So her fiance had been married right after high school. Okay. We've been together for about 5 years and have had a great relationship besides some minor issues just like all the couples have. Yesterday afternoon she tells me that she needs some documents signed by her ex. I knew about the documents and I was totally fine with it. I didn't think much of it because I trust her and she's always hated the guy. She went to see him yesterday around 3 to 4 p.m. and returned this morning around 10 a.m. She says she got very sleepy and decided to sleep over at his house. I find it very weird and annoying since she gets very jealous even if I talk to a random woman. Um, a random woman. But she does this. I was clearly fr- fr- frustrated and annoyed at her and she kept telling me that I'm blowing it out of proportion. She says she slept in different beds and just was way too tired to drive back. I believe that she didn't cheat on me or anything, but I just can't let it go. I don't know what to do or how to let it go. Any ideas? I just, right now, I don't want to be home with her. He does mention that the ex, uh, her ex lives around two and a half hours away. My question is, why wouldn't you like get a hotel room or something? If you're really that tired, there has to be a hotel within like what twenty minutes. You could go to a hotel room. Yeah, motel, hotel. Yeah, you, she hates the guy, and she's and they're split up already. She has no reason to sleep over at his house. Yep. To me, that's just straight up disrespectful to the relationship. I just don't see why, because from what I'm getting and judging is like, I just don't see why she didn't call him. It feels like she didn't call him. It, yeah, like he he wasn't expecting it, right? Yeah, he wasn't expecting her to do that, so obviously she didn't let him know. Like he went, she went to her house, his her ex's house around three to four p.m. Yeah, and then she got tired and then slept and then came home around ten in the morning the next day. So then, what were you doing from like four p.m. till ten in the morning? Why you could just be like, hey, I'm tired. I don't know if I can go drive home tonight, and te- text your fiance. Like, no, sorry, let me just rephrase that. I understood. Yeah, it feels like the wife just didn't. Oh, the sorry, the fiance didn't text. Um, she didn't text him. Yeah, she didn't text him that she was gonna say the night of was very tired or whatever. That's what's getting me. Yeah, that's the fishy part. Because then, like in a regular re- relationship, if you're expecting someone to like, if you're expecting someone to stay over somewhere else, you would already know that before they even leave the house. Like to me, right? I don't know. And, and even, how long? But, but, but even if you didn't know, right? They should have the respect to message you or call you and say, hey, I'm going to stay over at this person's house because I'm tired. Yeah. Or like, because say that you say why and they say because I'm tired or whatever the reason might be. But it feels like she didn't do that. That's what's big like, wow, okay, a red flag, like huge red flag. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. That's disrespectful. Like you said, not, not letting him know where she's going to be and to even consider it in the first place. Yeah. You know, considering how how jealous, she, like you said, how how jealous she gets when he even you know 
considers talking about talking to someone other some other woman. It's disrespectful. I, I don't know how I would move on to that. Move on from that. Because from uh, what he what he said, if the if the you know she messaged him, if the she messaged OK Shock, I have a feeling that he would be very uncomfortable. That he would make the five hours round trip to get her back. Yeah, fiance. Yeah, yeah. At that point, if you you you're engaged already, I feel like a two hour drive to go two and a half hour drive to go pick up your your fiance is perfectly fine. There's yeah, I feel like that's a drop in the bucket of what you would do, right? Yeah. I think she just she just messed up. I'm I don't even like she she wouldn't she doesn't even have to cheat on him for me to say that she messed up. Oh yeah, she messed up. Yeah. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. I have to think about that. I would end it. I would end the relationship. You would end it right there. Yeah. Eh? But you're not married. You don't owe her anything. That's true. Legally speaking anyway, right? You were just engaged, so just be like you screwed up one. It's literally like cheating. Because yeah. You don't know what happened. And it's okay. The weird part was it's 3 to 4 p.m. is when she went over to get the document signed. Document sign, signing, if you hate that person, doesn't take yeah. more than 30 minutes. Maybe an hour if it's like superly long like documents for some stupid reasons. right? An hour long max. So let's say she got there late, so 4. She stayed there for an hour, 5. So she was sleepy at 5 and she couldn't drive home. <laughs> That's that's another thing I was like when I was reading I was like, it doesn't add up. It How doesn't. are you I even let's let's give her another hour. It took two hours to sign documents, or she was an hour late to get into the ex's house. So six p.m. You're sleepy at six p.m. Right? If I sleep at six p.m., I wake up at like eight or nine, and I'm like completely wide awake. Yeah, eight or nine p.m. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you drive back home. Was it three to four? She was there already, or three to four? She left. Three to four is like when she said she was going to be there, I believe. Let me just check one more time. Yeah, let's play like... Yeah, so she went to see him yesterday around 3 to 4 p.m. So That's ambiguous. It could be like she went, she left to go see him around 3 or 4. Let's play Let's play a private investigator. Here. Okay, yeah, let's do okay. it. So, let's say she left the house. Let's yeah. give her best benefit of the doubt. Yeah. She left the house at 4 p.m. Yeah. Two and a half hours, she gets there at 6.30. Let's, let, let's give her another 30 minutes. So seven. Seven. Yes, round up. Sign the documents... Takes an, an hour, hour, hour and a half, eight thirty. <laughs> yeah, she would get home eleven. Yeah, or if you have more time, midnight latest. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, midnight latest. Like maybe. Yeah. Like a big maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're giving her all the slack so far. That's the best I can give her is maybe, is maybe she got tired at nine eight thirty. At that point, I would still say, "Hey, where's the closest hotel to your house?" Like, but even if you sleep at eight or nine, no, like you know, if you're in your early thirties, even mid twenties, where we are, yeah. I sleep around seven to eight hours and I wake up, right? Yeah. So if you sleep at like nine, right? You you know, let's add eight. Let's say add eight hours from there, right? So you what five a.m. Maybe four a.m. Anywhere between four, five, six a.m. You'd wake up, right? Three. Yep. So then, what well, you judging? Six. Judging? Judging? <laughs> No, I'm counting what's n- nine plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. tough, okay? I'm hosting a podcast. <laughs> I was like, you judge. I was going to say, you uh, disagree Asian on math here. But, no. Uh, so let's say, you know, four, 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 I gave her the benefit of five or six, seven a.m. She wakes up. Let's just say six a.m. That's giving her a lot of plenty of hours yeah. to sleep, right? If you even leave at six, you'd be home at 8.30 in the morning. Why are you home at 10 in the morning? Yeah, there's no... I don't. I, 
I'm not even accusing her of cheating, like with the traditional sense of cheating. I would. Like, not like the like she had sex with him. Okay, yeah, but I would but definitely think that. I in my head that's betraying me already. Yeah. That's disrespecting the relationship. Yeah. Right. Uh, I would end it off. You just cut it off. Eh? Yeah, dude. Your early thirties. Okay, a shook. You know, you'll do fine. You got time. You got time. Yeah. People get married in their forties, dude. It happens. Yeah. Again, I I don't agree with it, so I'd probably find a way to end it. Right. But playing playing devil's devil's advocate here, there's. People who have kept going for much, much worse. It's like yeah. cheats over and over and over again. It's like, okay, but this time it'll work. <laughs> I know, also, like, like what documents that you're okay with her going is my, is another question I had is like, why couldn't, if, if it's anything to do with the divorce, why couldn't it have been her lawyer? I don't know how it works. I'm not familiar enough with the process of divorce. I'm not either, but I'm sure that if it has to do with the legal proceedings of documents, I'm sure the lawyer could have done it for her. I mean, that's what I would do if I was getting a divorce. I mean, hope, you know, heaven forbid I'll never get a divorce in my life. But if I was, I'd be like, yo, lawyer, go send it to my wife or my ex-wife. I don't want to do it. I'll pay my lawyer to do that. Yeah. To not have to deal with it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And what? it could go in another way. So I talk to my lawyer. My lawyer talks to her lawyer. Her lawyer gives it or, you know, his lawyer, I guess. And then, yeah. yeah. It's like the middle people meet. That's the point of lawyers. <laughs> then the middle people. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's nothing. There's no defending her. Because even the time doesn't add up. And we gave her all the slack in the world. Yeah, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Like, what are you doing there? You know? No, it's. I, I would I'd be done with that relationship. Yeah, and if you hated him, why would you stay? I mean, to give her more slack. If you hated him, why would you stay for dinner? Maybe three, four I said she got a little, a little late, 6 p.m. and she got hungry. So she, you know, she wanted free food. You know, anyone is okay with getting free food, <laughs> right? I'll give her some slack there, right? But she hated him. Yeah. Unless she lied. In which case, that's just one more reason to be like, no, okay, good thing we're not married yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to find ways to defend her point, defend what she did. And I just, it made me, it just makes me mad just thinking about it. So, <laughs> yeah, so get rid of her. Yeah, I'm I would sorry. end it. Honestly, okay, Shook, like you, you're young, you have your life ahead of you. Um, don't give your time, money, patience, whatever to this person that's just ruined that relationship and just disrespectful to you and the relationship. We, I also don't know what the relationship was like before this. Like, I don't know. It's always hard to. Again, I'm trying to see it on both sides, but I don't have enough information. He does mention that they've been together for about five years and had a great relationship besides minor things like all couples have. In those words? In the, in the words written by Okisha, because we've been together about five years and have had a great relationship besides some minor issues just like all couples. It's word for word. I think this would give me, if I, assuming like, we go on with the relationship in his shoes. I don't think I'd be able to trust very well anymore. Yeah. Especially if, you know, if he just tries to brush it off, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be able to like continue with the relationship um, comfortably. So then I think if I were in his shoes, I, I would end it before I get more messed up in the head. Yeah. And sorry, his username is okay. Shock, not shook, but okay, shock. either way, I, you know, you did a, I'm surprised. It was just me. I've never been married. I've never been engaged. Mm -hmm. It would be hard for me to marry someone who's been divorced once. 
That's yeah. just me. Right? And this guy's never been married, but his fiance has. And then you, you know, are being nice and, you know, marrying her. <laughs> marrying her. I couldn't do it. So you got bonus points for me by even you doing that. Cause I know I can't do it. It'd be hard for me to do it. Mm-hmm. I won't say never, but it'd be hard. And then she's doing this. Yeah. And I'm assuming her, this ex is the ex-husband. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be, that, right? Because yeah. they're going to for documents or whatever. Yeah. Trying to finalize the divorce. Was the divorce not even finalized yet? That hasn't been like stated anywhere. I'm assuming it has. But some documents have been needed to be inside yeah. or something. I don't know. But yeah, just like why there's no reason for her to sleep over there. There's like again, we did the numbers, we crunched the numbers, times don't add up. <laughs> we gave her all the slack in the world and it just does not work out. What's going on? It would it speaks more to who I am, I think, by by saying I wouldn't be able to trust her. So it might depend on how okay shock handles this sort of thing he seems he seems like he trusts her but at the same time he wouldn't be asking about this if if, if this was something she usually does and he wouldn't worry about it you know and that's the other thing you mentioned too he's he actually does believe that she didn't cheat on him like, i like would she, i yeah i would be like yo no you cheated on me she's like no nah. like no nah, you did <laughs> i get it. well that's a, depends on how he defines cheating cuz even if they didn't do anything physical that's like emotional affair territory, you know? Like, why would you stay over if you didn't like yeah. it? Um, and I would consider that cheating, right? Yeah. Regardless of physical or lack of physical, you know, stuff that they did, I would consider that disrespect and cheating to the, to the against the relationship. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hope that uh, gives you more ideas. Okay, Shock, everyone here, me and Gerald, it's not say we're saying it's not worth it. It's not worth continuing it. There's no point. She has done the things she should have never done. Yeah. And he may see it differently though. Like I don't again, I don't know how the rest of the relationship relationship was. But it would be something that would hang off the in the back of my head for the rest of the relationship if should he choose to continue with it. Yeah. Anyway. Ready for the last one? Let's do the last one. All right. The third one is from R.A. Pick Shared. All right. Title is My, this is from a guy, he's 28 years old, he's a male. My girlfriend, who is 25-year-old female, shared my private pics with her friends. We've been dating for eight months. It's a long-distance relationship. We have a great relationship and she wanted me to she wanted to introduce me to her friends and we had a Zoom call. She made a joke which hinted that I was was well endowed. Her friends laughed and one of them said, "I know." I was extremely uncomfortable. After the call, I talked to her about it and she said she had talked to them about it and I pressed a little and she confessed that a few of them may have seen a few pictures I had sent her because she had been drunk and she got the text at the bar. She said I should get over it as as I have nothing to be embarrassed about and they were all jealous of her. It makes me want to puke. I just feel bad about myself. I don't want those to be shared. I think I may be insecure about this. I feel like she sees me as a piece of meat rather than her boyfriend. It is breaking my heart. She thinks that it was just one slip up and I don't know. Honestly, I just want to block her 
how do I deal with this? The long story short is the girlfriend's friend saw a few of the pictures I sent her. She thinks it's not a big deal, but I feel really bad. This is going to depend on the individual, right? Um, and I'm assuming, of course, when it would, when dealing with pictures of this nature, there's an assumed like privacy, right? You're not, you're not meant to show it off to every one of single women your friends. That should be like rule number one. But then again, if this happens, the reaction completely depends on the type of person that it happened to. And in his case, he feels betrayed, right? Yeah. There should be some sort of, you know, mystery between <laughs> your girlfriend, between you and your girlfriend's friends. Yeah. And anyone except for your significant other, it should be assumed that anyone that isn't your significant other is not viewing private pictures of you. Bottom line, right? That's what it seems like he believes in. So I think his trust was violated, very much so. Um, regardless of if she was drunk, whatever, it's not a, not a good excuse. There is an inherent trust that is had between partners when it comes to intimacy like this, right? And I don't know if he'll be able to let that go um, based on how we talked about it. And based also on her resistance, right? She's not being overly ap apologetic about it. She's trying to brush it off. So then I feel like if the tables were flipped and he showed he showed his friends pictures of her naked, how would she react? Like, it begs the question, like, it seems like she'd be okay with it. But then if it actually happened, that, that'd be a different situation, right? And the reason why I picked this one too is because it's flipped. Normally... More often than not, and I'm not going to be generalizing the whole public here, but I just feel like more often than not, it's like when a girl sends her boyfriend's, you know, pics and the guy shows his friend, yeah, which yeah. is, I find that incredibly weird. But it's the most stupidest thing. Like, I, I let's put it, I have known people in the past that have done it. Yeah. And it's like, you are so dumb. You're just so stupid. Like, what is wrong with you? Right? And, and even... Even if there was an understanding, even if there's an understanding that the girlfriend wanted to be showed off, showed off okay. to the, even I, that feels a little bit too weird to me, right? But you know, in a context of a relationship, if they, if they're both okay with it, who am I to judge, right? Right, right now, some what the guy is not okay with it, Pixar is not okay with it. Yep. And the one big thing that gets to me is is that she's not very apologetic. She doesn't see it as a big deal. Yeah. She doesn't trust his opinion on it right and i'm just again the big what if in my head like you mentioned is what if it was the opposite way where she shared you know naked pics of her to you know her boyfriend yeah. and then her boyfriend spread it to her friends or showed her friends showed his friends his friends are yeah i could see it happening where considering how nonchalant she is being about this i could see it i could see the situation where she'd be like yeah go ahead I got nothing to be ashamed of. I like my body, you know? Whether or not the friends you know, think it's weird, that's a different that's a different conversation, right? But I think it, at, at this point, it boils down to not respecting your partner. Yeah. Right? Because he obviously, I don't know if he made it clear. Like I said, there's there's an inherent thing where you don't, you're not, these pictures are for you and for you only. And bypassing that, I don't know if he he made it clear that, hey, Got to make sure that you're the only one seeing these. 
Yeah, but who does that? It should be like an inherent thing. Like it should be. That's what that I'm saying. Thing. Unless there's, unlike it should be the other way where like if it's okay to be shown to other people, that should come up. That should be the conversation. It shouldn't be the conversation of we don't share these to other people, right? <laughs> like that like should the opposite. Yeah, it should yeah, always. Okay. It should that that should be the underlying baseline. That should be that, the default. Yes, and then if she's like, I'm okay with being shared with, you know other with your friends or whatever and they yeah. can see my body whatever that's a conversation they can have but you know if we're going by an idea that like oh maybe you know he should have told her that you know this is for you no. only that's weird that, that's that's that should be assumed that don't show it to anyone else yeah. right um but again like giving the person at fault giving them as much slack as possible assuming he didn't have that conversation with her beforehand she still went around and after he expressed his concern, she still like diminished it. She still kind of like downplayed it, you know? And that, that to me kind of is the beginning of a like toxicity, you know, it's yeah. just, it's not a big deal. It's kind of gaslighting, you know? You know, if, uh, you know, me thinking in this situation, if it happened to me, yes, I would be pretty embarrassed. I, I'd be pretty against it. But if, if my significant other was very apologetic about it, I think I would let it go. Same. Because it, it's not even the fact that she shared it. It's the fact that she downplayed how important it was to him. Yeah. Right? Because if he was fine with it, then whatever. And even again, let's say, again, like let's say, you know, I didn't mention to my significant other specifically saying that I don't want you to share these pictures with your friends. And then I sent them to her and then she shared her, she showed her friends. And then I told her, it's like, hey, that's not cool. And she's like, okay, you know, like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I, I, it just happened in this, in this situation. I was at a bar. I was drunk. Like this was a situation. I'm so, I'm super, super sorry. Yeah. There will be people out there that won't understand that. But as me as a person, I think like, you know what? Okay. As long as you know you did what you did was wrong, I'd be like, okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'll let it go. Right. And the repercussions of people seeing uh his body, I don't think are as bad as her disrespecting, you know, her disrespecting what he wanted or what did he didn't want. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, I don't know. It's it's a little so. How far does this go? You know, like he, if he doesn't like something that she does or she did, is she just going to go, it's not a big deal? Is she, or is she going to apologize? You know, I don't know. There's, there's a disconnect between her and him on this matter. And it begs the question, how far, like, how far does it go? I don't know. I, I feel like his trust is broken. And he, he was belittled after the fact. This is the worry that I have is that let's say he does eventually is like, you broke my trust. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Now she has these picks. <laughs> and again, I'm either going on the rabbit hole here, right? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But what is she, I mean, she showed her friends. What is she going to do with it once they're not actually, and there's no mutual respect anymore for that relationship. Well, I don't know. It's extrapolating a lot, but considering how little she thought of um, his concerns, she could be like, I could see her being like petty or being like spiteful towards it, towards the relationship. But again, that's putting words in her mouth sort of thing. Yeah, and I mean, but I mean, if I was in his position, I'd be pretty worried about that. What if she's petty? What if she's spiteful? Yeah. Right. Because right now she downplayed that it wasn't a big deal. I should get, you know, I should get over it. And then I couldn't get over it. So I ended the relationship. So then well, what is she going to do with the, with those? Then she's going to use it against him. You see my point? Yeah. That would be my biggest worry. I 
I feel like that's against the law. I think it is. But I just feel like it'd be so hard to track that and trace. I, I don't know. I don't know about cybersecurity. I don't know about that. But like, if she what? Let's say, worst case scenario, right? She like put it up on the internet or like she whatever. How would you track that she did it? Maybe her phone got hacked, right? It could happen. Like, and you know, people took f- photos from her phone without her knowing. Okay. And it happened. And I don't. And if that happened, that's not her fault. It's not her fault. Her phone got hacked. It's the hacker's fault for hacking her phone. So then at that point, it's just like, yeah, I'm going way too. Uh... <laughs> you go mad scientist. <laughs> yeah. Plus. How would you track her showing it to another person? Just flipping her phone around and showing it to another person, you know? Yeah, how would you? Yeah, how would you, you track that? You right? Can't. You can't. I don't know. If he's worried about that, I don't even know if he can. Like, hey, before I end this relationship, give me your phone so I can delete the pictures. Um, depending how for well, she's not, it doesn't sound like she's very like lenient in this sort of thing. But it, but it puts a real big like. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a huge thing that they put in there. Like, they're in a long-distance relationship, right? I, I completely understand why they're, why, I guess, the word is sexting and why they're sexting back and forth. Yeah. I completely understand that. But now, like, if I was him, I wouldn't do that anymore. No. His stress was completely broken. He's not going to feel comfortable doing any of that sort of stuff. And maybe even, like, he's going to resent her for, if, if he continues with the relationship, he's going to resent her and maybe, like, not be as willing to be intimate with her physically if she if they meet up, you know. And also, I think you know, it's more thinking in the future. I think it might have ruined it for other like his future relationships too. How so? Like if if it happened to me, and you know, my significant other downplayed it like this, I would not be as comfortable as sending pictures like that to my next girlfriend. Next yeah, other. yeah, yeah. It it it's a breeding ground for trust issues. This whole thing, um, and maybe he just. He found out the hard way that he doesn't like doing that at this point. Like, I I don't know. Again, it's if we flip the situation around and it was the other way around, I have a feeling like it would have been a much bigger issue. Be a bigger wildfire. Yeah. But because it's the guy, whatever. That's a real problem, eh? And, you know... Yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm, I'm speechless because that it's so unfair that if it happens the other way around, it's a big deal. But if it happens the other way around, it's like, whatever. You're the guy. Who cares? Yeah. Right. And, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, some of the listeners might be like, you know, we're such a, it's burning us such a technological age that I'm sure that like there's something out there of you that you don't want anyone to see or, you know, look at. So, I don't know. Ultimately, it's if we just boil it down to specifically this case, it's a breach in trust in a relationship. Yeah. Whether or not you want to work on that, it doesn't sound like she wanted to work on it because she's trying to brush it off. I don't know. She's taking it like not. She's taking it very lightly. Yeah, Still. that's what I mean. Right? Like yeah. she belittled his concern, right? Um, and again, you. I feel like you can still continue the relationship without sending the pictures. Because if this is the only crux, if this is the only like, the only time this issue comes up, then just stop sending pictures, right? But it also could be like you know, on a, if it, it could end on a happier way if she actually is like apologetic and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." But then it, I could it, also see it where she's like, she's very comfortable with her body and she and all of her like that group of friends, 
they're very comfortable with their body. They show whatever, like I'm not, again, I don't want to judge here, but there's people that are that like walk around naked with their friends, with their roommates, whatever. And he's just the complete opposite, like borderline, like not necessarily prude, but you know what I mean? Like he's very like conservative in that sense. And then this one aspect of the relationship just doesn't match up. I could see that being the case where she's very comfortable showing off her body and he's very not comfortable. But the issue is not her showing off her body. It's showing off his body. Okay. Well, sorry. Like she's around the the culture or the, like her and her friends are very comfortable with each other that in her mind, it's okay to be like, be very open like that. I could see that being her mindset of being like, human body is beautiful. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Right. And then his mindset is complete opposite. And then this specific you know crossing over in their relationship is the only time that this issue comes up i could see that being the case yeah i, I can understand that like yeah the human body is a wonderful thing you shouldn't be ashamed of that. and i'm i'm part of that a little bit yeah right but i wouldn't go show my body to random strangers that's true i but again thinking of it as, as a complete mindset as opposed to you know as a as a as opposed to an isolated incident. Like if your mindset is like nudist, there's nudist people, obviously they don't care who sees their body, right? What if her mindset is like similar to the nudist? It doesn't matter if she's naked or not. And every same with everyone else. Doesn't matter if they're naked or not. But it's just the idea, but the idea of a nudist is they don't care if it's their body. That I'm okay with. It's your body. Do what you want with it. Right? But if it's someone else's body you're showing to other people, that's when it becomes wrong. It's like anything in the world, like you can do whatever. If you want to, if you, like, I don't care what you do with your own body. If you want to, you know, tattoo the F word on your arm, by all means, it's, it's your body. <laughs> if you want to draw like, you know, what, like a big elephant on your face, do what you want. I don't care, right? It's right. your body. I don't care. But the only thing is, is like when it involves my body, if someone's like, yo, you should draw the, you know, a big elephant on your face. I'd be like, no, I don't want it. And then she's like, she's like, oh no, I'm not gonna accept accept that. I'm downplay it lightly. Like, yeah. I'm going down a weird way, but no, I completely understand that. But I think what I'm getting at is like, if you're around people that share the same ideology as you, like, for, just a very specific example, if, if you're a nudist person surrounded by other nudist people, and then your significant other is like, not necessarily, but um, you think that just because like they're close to you that then maybe they share the same, like it's so normal to you that being nude is, is, is okay. That you just kind of extend that project that to the other person. You know, it's okay. It must be, it's okay for me. So then it must be okay for them. I, th I right? think you're, I think you're giving this person a lot of slack. <laughs> I'm just trying to, to, to go on the other <laughs> side. I'm not saying that's how she is, <laughs> yeah. but I could see how like she can be so surrounded by a certain mindset, right? That it, she may be blind to the fact that other people are not like that. I don't think at this point, I don't think that's what it is, but like you give you play devil's advocate, maybe a little bit, be, yeah, yeah. a little bit. I, I don't think so. Like if, I don't know. Like again, the way we're in the situation we're in, maybe she like the girlfriend showed, you know, her boyfriend off because she was proud of it. Right. My mind says like she was proud of it. And proud then, of this person being my boyfriend. Yes, and then she's like, "Don't be ashamed about it. If you, you know, I'm proud of you." That could be the mentality she's coming with. I think that's more closer. But if he says no, that's that's wrong. I think you should be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, 
right? Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah, he, I, did, he did express that concern where he feels like a piece of meat. Yeah. Right. I think the showing the pictures is not a like the big deal yeah. in this in this concern, but I think like not saying sorry, I apologize for my actions, that's the bigger deal. I agree right? with that. Not taking your your partner's um perspective into account. How long were they going out? Did it say? Uh, let's check again. Eight months, almost a year. That's long enough. That's long enough to get a gauge of if a person's comfortable, you know, showing off or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, that, that's debatable. Really? I think that's debatable. That's every relationship is different because if it was like an actual personal relationship, like, you know, you're in the same city and you meet up almost every week. Yeah. Then yes, I would agree with you. I think that's long enough. But oh, now they're in a long right. distance relationship. That's right. I forgot. So that could have been more, you know, they could have been more shy at first. They could have been more slower because it's a long distance relationship and stuff like that. So. Right. I forgot they were long distance. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't agree with the fact that she downplayed it. It's, it's fixable. If uh, the fact that she showed her, her friends is fixable, but if it's, in, if it's any indication of, of things to come, her, her handling of the, of the lack of apology. I don't know, man. How far does it go? If she if she messes something up that you don't agree with, something else up in the future and that you don't agree with, and is she gonna react the same way? Is she gonna be gas gaslighting it, or is she gonna be, you know, taking your perspective into into consideration? So if it happened to you, depending on how she apologizes or not apologizes, would you continue or not continue? If I shared his his stance, yeah. I don't think I would continue. I don't think because it's either. it's a it's disrespect. But vice versa, let's say if she did apologize, she's like, "Oh, you know, it's, I was proud, so I wanted to show you off, um, and I'm sorry, but I was a little drunk, was at the bar, blah 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 blah." Yeah, if she expressed her understanding of my standpoint, I think that would be enough to be like, "Okay, what did they think?" <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the friends were like, "They know," so okay, well, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's inherent. I, I think I've found, again, I, I, I don't want to generalize, but from from my experience, that girls are more eager to share things with their friends rather than guys. Yeah, and that, I, I you know, since you mentioned that, I think that is the biggest myth that women have against men. We don't come together and talk about women all the time. It barely happens. No. I don't think I don't think it's ever like really, like even my friend group, like our friend group. Our friend group. We don't do that. <laughs> I wait till someone else brings it up. And I can be like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but even so, like, we talk about other things other than women. And I think women have this idea of, like, where, you know, if they send, like, a naked photo or, like, a nude photo to one of their boyfriends, their boyfriend's going to share it to her, his friends. We don't do that. And that's, like, you know, I'm not saying, you know, other guys won't. <laughs> I'm not saying, in my experience, I have never done in my friend yeah, group I, whether from junior high high school university yeah. now like, I've never done it yeah. so and we don't come up and just talk about women consistently right we talk about other things mm-hmm. I, I think and personally I could be wrong this is my personal opinion I think women talk more about their boyfriends and like what they do like sexually and then like all this stuff more than guys do I think I don't know what the reason is but I think that's that's because uh, women are, are generally more open in general, not even, not more open sexually or whatever specifically, 
But in general, they're just more eager to share. Because I have definitely experienced that where I haven't told anyone about anything like that to like yeah. my friends. Yeah. But like my ex-girlfriend has told her friends. And I was like, really? why, why, why would you do that? And then she's like, oh, you know, we just talk about these things. I was like, okay, all right, whatever. Like just as long as not like too in there, I'm, you yeah. know, do what you want to do. Like I'm I, not going to. I can say though that I've definitely been in a, in a group where they've the conversation has been very explicit like the guys have been talking about their girlfriends or exes in a very like explicit way and like it happens like don't get me wrong i'm not saying it doesn't happen at all but like i think there's a misconception that a lot of girls think that we do that all the time and we don't for all i know it could just be our friend group i honestly like <laughs> maybe we're biased but no because i have you know i have like i have our friends because they have another friend group with yeah. like you know by a tie nick we don't do that either no, there you so go. It's, not, so it's, <laughs> it's not isolated. Yeah, it's not isolated. So. It's not as common as as the stereotype may may uh, you know lead people to believe. Yeah, but, but it, you're right. It, it, maybe I'm just in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're maybe, just sheltered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm just in a nice sheltered bubble that yeah. I don't experience the world enough. I don't know. Yeah, but, but for for the record, I can confidently say that I've never seen any of my friends' girlfriends naked. <laughs> Yeah, I can confidently yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, I can confidently say that. Too. Not a single one of my friends has yeah. showed me a picture, a naked picture of their girlfriends. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, like I've yeah. never seen one, so it's not. At least in my in my experience, is not a common thing. Again, we're just sheltered. We're just very sheltered. <laughs> sheltered mamas, boys. <laughs> all right, uh, that concludes all three. I only that's had three. All three, eh? Yeah. Do you want to start a, a quick review? Sure. All right. First one, Dreamy Mary. My dad is threatened to disown me because I wear a pride backpack to school. At that point, just wait it out a few years so you can have a place to stay if, if you want to express your beliefs. At this point, it's um, the trouble is is more than what, what it's worth. Second one is okay shock. My fiance slept at her ex's house. I don't know how to deal with it. Uh, I think both of us just said any relationship's not worth it. You're in your early 30s. You have your whole life ahead of you. Don't start off your marriage in a wrong one. Yeah. Last but not least is the uh, pic shared is uh, my uh, girlfriend shared private pictures with her friends. Yeah. Again, this one, uh, the fault wasn't her sharing the pictures. The fault, the biggest fault was her not accepting that you were uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And I think most people are, are like that. I think, I think they might be okay with, like, they'll not be okay, but like if once it's shared, they can't take it back. Yeah, you can't do anything about so, it. So, like, even again, thinking of his stance, if it happened, there's nothing I could do about it, but I would like an apology, you know, if I felt yeah. bad about it. I would like reassurance on the fact that you understand my stance and that you won't do it again. Yeah. Right? She doesn't seem to understand that it's a big deal to him. Yeah, well, she needs yeah, to learn. That. Yeah. So, uh, imagine to put it in your, her shoes, and you never know, like Gerald said, you know, she could be okay with sharing her body with the internet right, yeah. or people or whatever so well that concludes episode 13 lucky or unlucky number 13 <laughs> for our thoughts podcast yeah. if you guys haven't checked that already we're on youtube that's right i want to mention that we can't on see YouTube. our faces yet because we don't have uh we don't have cameras i mean we do have cameras we just don't have a <laughs> yeah. a, a nice place to film in but once we do i mean we'll tell you right we're gonna be 100 honest with you the picture that been drawn by one of one of our friends, oh, David. David. It looks like us. <laughs> David, thank you, man. Yeah. If if you see us and then that picture, you'll be like, oh, that's yeah. that's a really good drawing of them. It's like yeah. an animated version of them. That'd so be cool, man. Hey John, if I had a concern, 
Where would I send it to? That's a very good question, Gerald. <laughs> if you have your own concerns, problems, or worries you would like a third party opinion on, please send an email to give some to us at gmail.com. Again, that is just give some to us at gmail.com. And again, we would like to thank you for tuning in and listening to episode 13. And we hope to see all your beautiful faces again next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And as always, stay kind to each other. Thank you.